Hi, everybody. This is Chris Coffey from West 40, and you're listening to Shift Everything, the podcast that challenges the status quo in education. Join us as we explore what's happening in the classroom and the changes that are making the impossible possible. Hi, everyone. This is Chris Coffey with another edition of Shift Everything, West 40's podcast. Today, we're going to talk about college, whether that be the pathway to a two-year college, a four-year university. Um, Some people might prefer going the trade route. But in this particular episode, I'd like to talk to one of our great two-year colleges in the Chicago area. I'm talking about Morton College, which is located in Cicero. They're known for their uh, academic excellence. And I'm joined by Blanca Hara, uh, the Vice President of Institutional Advancement. And Blanca and I go way back. I used to be a reporter. She used to be a, a media relations person for a government entity. She helped me with stories. We've continued this uh, years later. Blanca, it's great to have you. Thank you so much for joining us. Hi, Chris. Thank you so much. And thank you to West 40 for allowing us to partner with you today and uh, be able to share all the great things we're doing here at Morton College. Well, we're really happy that you can join us today. West 40 has often partnered with Morton College on events. Most recently, our backpack give back. That was in August. That was a great opportunity for kids and families across the Chicago area to pick up some backpacks stocked with school supplies that really came in handy because inflation, let's face it, inflation is making everything tough these days, especially when you go to a grocery store or a department store, that stuff can add up, can it? Yeah, it sure can. And, you know, education, I think when everyone talks about higher education, the first thing they may think of is, oh my gosh, that's costly. Can I afford it? Can this something can our family do for our children? So I want to make sure that I'm here to provide some, you know, some answers and guidance on how we can help navigate the higher education and the costs that are associated with it. Morton College, you, you've been there for several years. Your institution is known for the academics. It's located mm-hmm. in Cicero. What makes Morton College unique? What makes it stand out from other Chicago area colleges? So we are almost 100 years and 2024 will be 100 years old. It's one of the second oldest, well, it's the second oldest institution here in the state of Illinois, but it is also in real estate size, the smallest institution. I always like to share Morton College as it being small with the largest heart because we are really intentional for the all and, and all of the resources and support that we give our students. In the past, maybe four years, three years, uh, we've been really intentional in upgrading our facilities, providing more programs, providing more resources, and all so that the person that is here, whether it is a typical high school student that's taking college courses, an adult educator, we even have a preschool, right? That the, the community is focused on their end goal, their academic goal, or as a stepping stone for the next part of their life. But we don't, we have so much, I have so much to share as we continue this discussion and, or in conversation. And I think It'll be great for our community to know what Morton College can do for you and how we can help and and be in a stepping stone or change your life for the for the best. Now, growing up for me, a lot of my peers and friends would say, you know what, I'm going to go to the two year college in town, get a lot of my basics out of the way, and then I'm going to go to the next college, which would be a larger state school, for example. Mm-hmm. Do you have a lot of students at Morton College? that do that. They want to get their, uh, their, you know, some of their basic classes out of the way to help them go to a larger school. 
Yes, I think, you know, I want to start with maybe uh, addressing a little bit of the perception that a lot of the community has, right? I think this is a perception across the country, right? That community college are not as great as a four-year institution. And I have to disagree with that. You know, many times, many students are unsure of what their next step in is. And typically when you are pursuing a degree, you have to take care of certain electives, like certain courses. And you can get the education that you need or get some electives out of the way at the fraction of the cost that you would do it in four years. Now, I don't want to this uh, to the, get this misinterpreted as us not supporting four-year institutions because we have great relationships here with four years. We have a tag programs. We have MOUs in place that support our students that want to do just that, take care of the two-year electives and then transfer onto a four-year so they could continue on their academic goals. The perception can be pretty heavily on the student because then they would have to make a choice whether they'll save some money, go to a two-year or go to a four-year institution. And we know that higher education is already costly. Here at Morton College, we do have a lot of those students. Uh, we have really great relationships with four-year institutions such as UIC, which is the number one institution that our students get transferred to, DePaul, Benedictine University, NLU. Um, so we have really strong relationships. We also have a relationship with UNAM, which is one of the largest universities in Mexico. And that helps a lot of our adult education learners and like ESL learners as well. But we also do the reverse, where we have students that go to four-year institutions and come here in the summer to get rid of some of the elective courses. Or they'll do like a half and half, take some electives here and take some in the four-year institution. So well-rounded support for our students that are navigating the decision-making uh, when it comes to higher education. Because we, in this community, it's particularly in the district that we serve, a lot of the the choices when it pertains to college, um, it's not an individual choice. It is a family choice. So we are very intentional in not only educating the students on what you know their college map or uh, will look like, but we're also very intentional on educating the parents and doing it in the language and in layman terms that they will understand as well. Again, for me, college was a family choice, not an individual choice because cost was associated with it, but it helped the student to feel supported. And along the way, it also helped the family to pursue maybe a, a couple of college credits or community classes that will help them in their growth. Has there been resistance from families about having their child go to college? And is that resistance still with this? Is it is it easing? Mm -hmm. I've been here for almost seven years. And the time that we've been here, that was one of the first decisions we made, that it's not educating just the individual, it's educating the whole community. So with that came the marketing, that came the branding change, you know, the brand recognition of our institution. And I want to say that overall community members here in this district are very supportive of their students. But I know that cost is, an, is, is, is uh, it's a part of a concern. We alleviate that by providing a lot of resources. Prior to COVID, remove some of the barriers as it pertains to the cost of the, of the college classes here. A semester, if you go full-time, will cost you about $1,800. You know, there's financial aid that students can apply for, get some grants, get some uh, Pell assistance. But then you have on the flip side, the students that don't qualify that, right? We have a large population that do not qualify for federal financial aid. So we had to get very creative on using some of our institutional funds, some of the fundraising to be able to support all of our students. And it, it could have, you know, it was a little difficult. Come COVID, 
it impacted our community across the board. Our community is one of that has a lot of service uh, industry workers that it fell a lot on the student as well to help support the family, especially when there was no income coming. So aside from the, the, the funding that we got from federal government and state government, we were able to use a lot of the institutional funds to provide startup grants, to provide forgiveness of balances that students had so that they could come back to school. We were able to provide a student emergency fund for students that were in between making a choice of, do I have to fix my flat tire or do I pay my monthly bill? We alleviated some of that stress so that you're still focused on your education. We were able to do more fundraisers for scholarships and also ensure that any of the resources that we were providing, unless they were like federal governments and they had certain stipulations, but all the resources that the institution was providing had no uh, stipulation. So whether you you qualify or don't qualify for federal funding, you were able to, to get some support from our institution. So the support for the students is there for their families, but it also is incumbent upon us to educate the families to ensure they're providing the right support for their students. And what do you tell a student or a family who's hesitant? They're like, you know what, I, I never thought college would be part of my life, but I, I'd really like to pursue it. How do you help make those dreams come true? We share our stories. Chris, my college you know, uh, journey was not great. I flunked out of college the first year. And I opened myself to share my story because I feel that many times that individual can be in the same in the same situation that I was, right? So one of the things I hear at Morton College is over 80% or 85% of our population is Latinx. We service the highest population of Latinx individuals east of the Mississippi River. So being intentional with our communication, a lot of us are bilingual and we want to make sure that we make that connection with the family members if that is one of the situations where the family needs the information in Spanish so they can fully understand. But Aside from that, we share our stories. Uh, we make the student and the families feel comfortable, right? And we have shifted our advising model to it being now a student success coach versus an advisor. And what that does is ensures that the student success coach, from the minute she gets the student, they follow the student all the way through their retention, their completion, or their transfer to another institution. We have been becoming a lot more intentional and ensuring that if the student is going to fail, they're going to fail in our terms after we provided all the resources and support that we can provide for them. We do have a dual credit and dual enrollment um, program in place for our high school students. We service the District 201 High School, uh, Morton East and Morton West, and we have a really awesome relationship, very strong relationship partnership with the high school in providing the dual credit and dual enrollment. Now, there, there's a, a difference, right, in dual credit and dual enrollment. Dual credit if I get this right, <laughs> is when the student, they're allowed the opportunity to attend high school and take some college courses at the same time. So some of the classes they're taking, they convert into college credit. Dual enrollment is when those high school students, let's say you're a senior and you are only half day because you are already done with a lot of your requirements to graduate high school, you have the flexibility to get bus here to this institution and take some college, some courses here on campus. So you could start easing into the college life. This helps not only with getting a head start on your degree, depending if you know what focus you have, but it also helps you save a lot of money to be able to continue your education and finish up your degree a lot sooner than later. Does Morton College's dual credit dual enrollment program carry on to Morton College if that student wants to go there, but does it carry on to other universities, say they have to move all of a sudden, other colleges? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so depending on where, you know, 
a lot of the electives, depending on what the students focus is, you know, when they meet with their student success coach, they will lay out their plan for while they're here and what is transferable and what is not. Um, as I mentioned before, usually your first, your classes, your electives, your two, first two years of classes, all of those are transferable depending on the degree that you're seeking. So if, if the case is where a student is unsure but wants to transfer or there's a possible move, I want to say, and now don't quote me, but my initial response is that the student gets a, a two-year degree that is transferable in many areas, right? Many uh, concentrations. So that is something that is extremely doable here, especially when the, the goal is for us so the students has more ability to work through the system of higher education. So dual credit and dual enrollment, that could really benefit a student, right? Yes. And the families, because they will cost, they would save them a lot of money. And they can help them graduate a little bit sooner, right? A little sooner, yes, sir. We do get a lot of students. You know, we do have a program in place. Our health sciences program is one of the, one of the strongest here in the state, and we do have um, programs now that it starts with the certification, like a health science certification, that gets them a jump start into the nursing degree here at the institution. I want to say that's a BNAT, and a lot of high school students take advantage of that. You know, but again, it's it's a jump start to a academic goal that you have and you know you have some of the uh, some of the concentrations that could be a little bit more rigorous than others and this is where you really would like to take advantage of i want to get some of my electives out of the way so i could really focus when those rigorous courses come up understood yeah so uh, high school junior or senior usually it's junior senior year they really have to start thinking about this mm -hmm. so once they're in college at Morton College, could you describe the campus life? Is this predominantly uh, commuters, part-time students? How would you describe the student that goes to Morton College? Yeah, a lot of our students are commuters. You know, they're, um, I would say the average year of our students are between 18 to 25, but we do have a large concentration of adult learners. You know, we, we do have a really great program here in the, we have a couple of great programs for those adult learners that didn't complete their high school degree that are a few credits shy of their high school degree, but they, they don't fall within that GED category. Uh, one of them is the partnership with West 40 for the senior plus programs that really um, helps the students uh, finish up that couple of courses that they have left, but all already ingraining the college life in them, right? We have our HSCC program, which is formerly known as the GED program that uh, students can complete the GED here, and upon their completion of the GED, they get a uh, a bridge scholarship to continue their credit, their credit, or continue their degree here, their college credit degree. Our college life, it's fun. <laughs> uh, I think we want to make sure that the student feels comfortable here. One of, one of the many investments that we've done here is really provide one more funding for a lot of the clubs and organizations here in our institution. We have a lot of clubs and organizations that are great. You know, you have like the Hispanic Engineers Program. We have CAB. We have SGA, the Student Government Association. And a lot of those clubs have a portion in which they do community service, uh, but we also send them out for leadership conferences, right? And we, again, we want to ensure that when the student is here, they're, it's a full circle, circle for them. Not only they're getting their education, but they're enjoying the college life. We remove some of the financial barriers that the clubs and organizations had so that they were more engaged. They really participated and learned leadership abilities, depending on the club and organization that they're a part of. We work closely with a lot of our students. We provide a lot of the resources. And 
And it has, for me, when I started here, I'm an alum as well. You know, I don't think I had those same type of relationships and opportunities that a lot of the students have now that they have, you know, the resources and support. And we are so happy that the students take advantage of that. They hold us accountable too. And they communicate with us because we need to know what can we do better? What can we do less or what we really need to rethink about, right? That doesn't support the, the students. So I think when our students come here, they're going to feel that buzz that Morton College gives them, the support, the customer service skills, you know, the experience that we want to provide across the board and also take advantage of all the great things we have on campus that is, you know, free of charge for them, such as our fitness center that is free of charge to them in our whole district, such as the updates to our new facilities, uh, such as our one-stop shop is going to be coming soon where they can get all of their student services in one area. And, you know, many other things that we have put in place already for, uh, to support our college students. What can a two-year degree at a community college like Morton College do for someone who wants to pursue a career in the trades? I would like to start with saying that College is not for everyone. And that's okay, right? I, I think that's that's okay. And I don't want people to feel stigmatized or feel like, oh, you know, you're yeah, right. College is not for everyone. Two-year degrees. On the flip side, we have trades. We have uh, different programs here that the market is demanding um, that we are able to provide for our students. So associate in engineering, we have welding that is Last I heard, it was paying $75 an hour, and there's not that many welders in the country. We have a paralegal program. We just started up a cannabis program. It's not for the growth part of it yet. It's more for the history, you know, and all of the back information, backup information. We have a CDL class on campus. That's not on the credit side. That's on the community and continuing education side. But we often have a wait list because so many people want to get in the CDL business. HVAC, automotive. So we, you know, the two-year degree can be beneficial. It will be beneficial. It will open so many doors for you. But on the flip side, if that's not something you want to do, trades is perfectly fine. And it can be also something that could be very, I don't want to say lucrative, but very financially supportive of your goals and ambitions that, that you have. So it seems to me that a a student who might not necessarily be wanting to go the route of the four-year university, they have a lot of opportunity in the two-year college, not only to get a two-year degree, but something that will give them somewhat of a campus life experience, uh, allow, yes. them to, allow them to have a job and go to school uh, yes. during, during the week. And it just seems like it opens up doors. And it seems like Morton College has a long history of doing that. What do you see changing in the years ahead? Uh, are you going to continue this mission? How do you adapt? How do you evolve? Being in higher education, it is a public service, you know, uh, especially in the community college. And you have to be very aware of who are the people that you're serving and what are the needs in our community. We have been very intentional, like I mentioned before, in removing the barriers and Removing, I think the best word I could say is the bureaucracy of how the student approaches and how they feel here in the institution. You know, we want the students to feel empowered, to feel that they are able to come to faculty members, to come to staff, to come to admin and pitch ideas, pitch concerns, provide opportunity of dialogue so that we can work together. 
our students, our college community is the best marketing tool that we have because based on their experience that they have here, they will share with everyone how well Morton College is working with them and how they're supporting them. We want Morton College to be the first choice of our college community. And we want them to know that everything that we do is for their for their success. You mentioned our partnership with uh, West 40 in regards to the Backpack Give Back event. That is one of the many things that we do here. We provide meals for our students. We have meal cards for our students. The Panther Pantry is a, a pantry that an idea that was brought up by our students. We've had Prior to the state law changing in regards to feminine products being free for college students, we've already had that in place because a student brought it up during one of our president advisory meetings and shared that it, it could be a barrier, right? It could be a, a disservice to the student if that was not accessible. And I believe that was already in place a year or two years before it became state law. A lot of the initiatives that have happened here in the institution have been student-led. And we are so proud because we know that that means our students are working with us and are, are they're empowered to come and tell us that they want to see different things on campus. So I see uh, a continuance of our capital improvements. We've launched the largest capital improvement update to this institution. We are well on our way. We are finalizing the one-stop shop. Uh, we have a couple of more major projects coming up that I anticipated being done in time for a 100-year celebration. We've received a lot of grant money to be able to provide more partnerships, grant money such as a 3.6 million U.S. Department of Education title grant to strengthen our STEM programs. We have a STEM center. That funding helped us put that together. More money to support, more federal money to support our nursing programs, collaborations with the districts here. But we know that you know, we can't do that without the support and the, and the work that collectively everyone in this in this institution does, faculty members, you know, staff, advisors, so advisors, administration. So we, you know, I always see it uh, growing pains, right? But growing pains are great because you're changing, you're providing more, more tools and access, and you are just making sure that you are, are setting these students or the college community up for success. Very encouraging words. Blanca Hara, uh, Vice President of Institutional Advancement at Morton College. Blanca, thank you so much for joining us today on Shift Everything. Thank you so much, Chris. And I do encourage the community to log on our website, check us out. We are, like I said, we, we are so proud of all of the work our college community is doing. And our college belongs to the community. We are here and we, we stand by it and we are here to support every single member. So thank you so much. Thank you, Blanca. Thanks for listening to Shift Everything. We want to hear your thoughts and bold ideas and share your educational accomplishments. To join the conversation, email us at shifteverything at west40.org.